Hey guys, happy Sunday. Um, I got some stuff to play, and since there's no context for it, because some of the context has like expired off the station, I'll just start from the beginning with a couple of uh, replays or echoes or whatever, and we'll go from there. Previously on Insatiable. Rayvon Heat here, Eagle View Royales, Raleigh, North Carolina. Insatiable. I enjoyed listening to a woman of value perspective on dating and relationships. Um, you gave me a lot of insight, and I really appreciate it. Um, I was just on someone's um, station prior to coming to your station, and it was a woman. She was a little opposite of the angle that you was coming at, and I told her, like, you know, women should look at that. Like, I, okay, women should look. That's that's a that's a wrong terminology. Uh, I I would just say I look at women as diamonds. Or when I look for a woman, I look for diamonds and I look for queens. You know, you, it's it's not easy to find a diamond, but once you find one, you cherish one. It's not easy to find a queen, but once you find one, you cherish one. I really appreciate the 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 props and the gratitude. And also agree with you that when you do find someone who's right for you, you should treasure them. Um, that said, I wanted to, and this is not to be argumentative, but I take issue sometimes when people say or they talk about women, quote unquote, of value um, or separating queens and diamonds from the rest. I mean, it's not that there are people who, you know, it's not like I'm ignoring the fact that there are just people out there who ain't shit. Like, that's true. There's people who are out there who act unethically. There's people out there who are selfish and don't care about you. And yeah, generally, those people are not healthy people to be around. Um, they're not maybe in a place in their lives where they're ready to accept another person. Yeah, that, and that's, that's, that exists. Okay. Um, but I think a lot of times when we're talking about people of value or people who meet a certain standard of ours, we're actually talking about people whose priority match our priorities. And just because someone's priorities are not the same as yours or mine or anyone's doesn't mean that they're a lesser person. It just means that they want something different out of their life. And so I just caution people to be careful about judging a person just because they just care about different things or they evaluate themselves differently. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one person uh, the, who, who feels like, you know what, they only want to date someone who's got their finances together and has a great job with a steady paycheck and pays their taxes and all that stuff, that that is the quality person because that is, you know, that's a person who's going to add to their lifestyle. They've got their finances together. Their top priority is to be you know, within a budget, with a retirement plan, and that the other person that they're with needs to be on the same page. That is great. Like, you know what you're looking for. That's fine. But does that mean then that if you meet a person who maybe isn't a financial guru and who doesn't have a concrete retirement plan, but they've invested their entire life savings into a dream of theirs, maybe a startup, um, maybe a small business, or maybe just... Um, they're living paycheck to paycheck right now because they have something else going on. Uh, they've got kids to raise that they didn't expect or something, and they're just trying to scrape by at the moment. Um, it's totally fine for you to not want to be entangled in a situation like that, but that doesn't mean that that person is not a person of value. 
In fact, you can't tell anything from a person's character based on either of those traits. I mean, the person, you know what I mean? Like the person without their money together might have be a person of much better character in terms of loyalty and nurturing, um, you know what I mean, than the person who has a balanced checkbook. So um, I just think that we all have our own criteria for evaluating people and we should... Um, we should we should be aware of that criteria, but at the same time, we should also check ourselves because sometimes we focus too much on that criteria that we think make makes good people, and we don't look at people for who they really are. And that goes back to something that I talked about earlier in terms of having a checklist. You know, so I don't know what exactly it is about me that would make someone think that I'm a person of value. Um, I mean, I have some ideas about the, the things, the traits that I have and the ways, the things that I talk about that might lead people to think that I am. But I don't inherently think that I'm necessarily of better value than the next chick. I just think that there's some types of guys who I'm probably better for. And there's some types of guys who they're the other girls are probably better for. So um, anyway, I just I'm not trying to pick on your call in. I'm just um, sort of calling attention to this way that we all think about people in general and that sometimes like, you know, maybe we should change it up a little bit but either way i really appreciate your call in and i hope you'll keep listening one of the chief dangers of evaluating women based on their quote-unquote value is that a lot of men will evaluate women based on their body count which is something else that's come up on the insatiable podcast i mean we've got people out here who think that somebody is less of a desirable partner only because they've slept with more people and as you guys who who are regular listeners well know, I very much disagree with this. Um, I think that that is just a symptom of our sex negative culture. We think of people who are quote unquote loose or quote unquote sluts um, as being people who are too easy. Um, they're too, you know, they don't like to think that, you know, they think they're damaged goods. So... I don't, I mean, this idea that a person is like a thing, like a luxury handbag or like a car that depreciates over time and with use, um, I don't think people have mileage. I just don't. And so I'm not saying that like, you know, that necessarily this is what Rayvon was calling in about, but there are people out there who when they talk about, you know, how much they value a potential partner, they look at things like that and I think it trips them up because sometimes you can be passing on a great person just because you've got some weird idea about what makes a good person and what doesn't. And sometimes those ideas are just, they're just off. On the flip side, I often will hear women say that men are not worth their time because those men might have kids from a previous relationship or the men might not be in like the peak of their career as in their earning potential or you know, have the type of job that those women approve of. And that's, I mean, I'm just talking about common examples. There's obviously lots of other examples of people evaluating, you know, um, and the, the way that people evaluate the opposite sex. But, you know, in this case, I see a lot of good men getting passed up on or being criticized because they're just not exactly at the part of their life where they're just ready for, you know, where they're just comfortable. And although... A woman has every right to say, I want to be with a man who has his shit together, you know, in, in the way that I feel men should have their shit together, that they shouldn't then just like devalue or act like the other men who are still in the process of getting their shit together are worse men. 
they're not. They're just at a different part of their lives. And maybe, like I said in the previous segment, they just have different priorities. Maybe their definition of success is not the same as yours. A lot of women think that, or a lot of people think that, the only way to be successful is to have a nine to five. A lot of people think that a nine to five is the last thing they would ever want to do to be successful. And so which side is right? I would say neither. I think that everybody is entitled to their own choice of lifestyle if they are lucky enough to have a choice. And um, and I'm just I happen to be one of those people who I, I don't date men who are good on paper. I, I don't date. I don't purposely date men who are not good on paper. But you know, I do, I, I, I try to see people for who they are and how I vibe with people. And the people that I fall for aren't always the types of people that my mother approves of. They're not the types of people that my friends would be like, oh, he's a great catch. But to me, they're the best catch because um, in my, I'm very picky and it's hard for me to connect with someone. And when I do, it's because they've got something about their personality just matches really well with mine. Usually it's some combination of raw ambition and hard work or something like that because those are things that i believe in a lot and just because a man has those things doesn't always mean that he's already made it and so i do end up in relationships with men who are um still working on their life just like i'm working on mine and and i don't think that they're of lesser value i those men were kings to me you know in a funny way this is not entirely unrelated to the earlier segment with the quote from will smith and he's talking about the people you should keep in your life and how you should decide whether they're worth keeping. It's not based on what job they have. It's not based on how pretty they talk. It's not based on how many people they've slept with. It's based on whether that person is good for you, whether that person is fanning your flame. You know what I'm saying? And there's no criteria for that. It's got to be evaluated on a case-by-case basis. And um, I hope that people do that more. And I mean, I, I'm sort of a anti-prejudice type of person. That's just who I am. So um, I guess that's my, that's the end of my long ass rants for the day. Cause it's fucking Friday and everybody's probably out partying and I'm at home doing fucking the squat challenge and shit. And like talking about Will Smith and, and my past relationships. So have a great weekend. This is definitely going to be the last segment of the night. Um, I'm going to spend this weekend replaying some cool stuff that happened this week as I have done in the past few weekends. Um, and I will talk to you guys with some new content on Monday. Ray Vaughn Heat here. Eagle View Royales, Raleigh, North Carolina. I was always told that you are what you answer to. If you don't feel like you are a woman of value, then I apologize. Who am I to tell you who you are? I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to tell you who you are. No, I call most women women of value because I feel like all women have value. However, if you don't want to accept that, that's fine. Everybody is an individual. I'm the type of person to get to know you. And based off of what I've learned is how I make my decision of how I choose to deal with you. So what I was trying to avoid with my answer, and I worded it very carefully on purpose, was not to make it seem like I was picking on what you were saying specifically, but just the term high value woman. And... That's cool. Like if you mean that everybody like you 
literally call every woman a high value woman, then that's different. Because usually when people say someone is of high value, they mean that there are people who are of low value. And so no, I wasn't meaning to say I'm not of high value. I was meaning to say there is really no scale in which some women are higher value than other women. We're just different. Um, so take with that what you will. If you don't like what I said, that's cool. Um, you know, but just wanted to clarify because I know that it's like a very common phrase. I know a lot of people use it. And I, this is a station for open discussion. So my thing is like, I like to look at the way that we typically view the world and dissect it and analyze it and look at ways that maybe we can improve on it. Um, not everybody, it's not everybody, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but, um, you know, that's sort of what I'm about. Cause I think that, you know, the more we talk about things, the more we rethink things, the more we can sort of like make our lives better and just like make the world a better place. Anyway, uh, I guess I should also say that I'm not stupid enough to have missed the passive aggressive shade in that message. Um, but it's cool because I do understand that sometimes when people don't just like say, yeah, I agree with you. There's temptation to be a little defensive and to lash out. Um, but I'm cool because I know my value. It's like, it's not going to hurt me for somebody to be like, oh, really? Well, if you're not going to answer to a woman of value, then clearly you must not be what, you know, you are what you would answer to. Um, whatever. Uh, don't even know what to say to that. It was kind of childish, to be honest. Um, now this is like kind of criticizing what you're saying. Cause I wasn't criticizing your first message. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually thought it was a very nice message. I just thought it was a good talking point because I feel like, like I said in the last segment, sometimes we should think about our words. Um, similar, this similar thing happened with Safa, who I enjoy his call-ins um, a lot, but there was one call-in where he took issue with me saying that women are not here for men and taking issue with men who talk about protecting women as if they're like precious objects. Um and, you know, not criticizing a person who said that, but saying like, hey, you know, we should rethink the whole idea, even when it's put in a good way that women are precious objects because we're not objects and we're not here for other people. We are just people um, and we've got our own individual lives that have nothing to do with the men around us. Um, so uh, that became like a whole discussion. And luckily, you know, Safa and I, we were open to talking about it and he eventually agreed to disagree with me. But that was cool. You know, it was nothing personal. And so uh, I just for this is now for everyone else, too. I never mean anything personally. I've got nothing personally invested in liking or disliking or judging anyone on this platform or elsewhere. My very my foundational principle for um just existing on social media completely is to like try to encourage people not to judge one another so it can be like a little ironic when people think that i am so but i do know that i can word things very strongly i know that like sometimes uh i bring things up that people don't like to hear so um i know that this is like par for the course sometimes it's gonna happen people are gonna get rubbed the wrong way it's cool but um yeah, that kind of response, I think it's counterproductive because a different person than me would be real offended by some shit like that. Because that's like that you like that's some real shade right there. Um, but it's cool. Like, like I said, I hope you'll keep listening. Like, I hope this doesn't offend you even further. But I realize that it might. And if it does, 
hey, it's like all love here. I'm serious. You know, I'm glad that you called in to begin with. Um, I think it was an interesting point to make whether you decide to stay and explore it or you decide to leave because, you know, you now hate the station. It's all good. Going back to that discussion with Safa, though, you know, the PC thing is really interesting. And um, I think in the end, Safa was saying that I completely didn't understand what he was what he meant by PC. And um, maybe I still don't. But I realize that sometimes when I say, oh, we have to analyze our words, maybe that sounds like I'm trying to make everyone PC, but uh, I'm not. And for those who are like, don't often talk about this, PC means like politically correct. And there is this sort of uh, cultural phenomenon where for generations, like we have sort of honed our language to be as least little, you know, to have the least amount of offense as possible. Um and I don't believe in that. I think that people should say what they think because you can't really fix a thought process if you don't say what you think. So when I say we should think about the words that we use, I'm not saying we should just try not to offend each other. We should say things, um, you know, we should learn what everyone else gets triggered by and we should stop triggering them. I don't believe that at all. What I believe is that our language is a reflection of our thought process. Our language is a, is a is a reflection of our culture and it betrays the way that we see things so when you say a woman is precious or when you say a woman is a blessing when you say a woman is a diamond you you aren't saying anything with bad intention you aren't um trying to objectify a woman but it's not about your intention it's about this is your frame of mind you were taught that a woman was a thing that added value to your life which inherently is a, fr is a perspective that means that that woman is there for you. So that's the reason why when people say things like that, I, 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 I point it out. I'm not saying don't say that anymore because it offends me. I'm saying, hey, you know, what you just said is very, very representative of what a lot of us think when we think about women in relation to men. And why don't we think rethink that why don't we question the origin of that why don't we go back to the days when when we started talking about women in that way and think maybe that was a mistake and it's not because of the words that we use it's because of the the meaning behind those words am i like making any sense to anyone i mean it's so hard to explain these things sometimes i mean don't there are other people who will tell you not to say things anymore to change the way you speak because you have to be more conscious of what other people feel. And I get what those people are trying to say, but that's not what um, I ever try to do when I have friendly debate. There's that, That's the thing about me. I'm kind of a debater. I'm a discussion person. And I think that a lot can be learned when people just have conversations from different perspectives with each other. I believe in diversity of thought. So when I bring something up, and it sounds critical just because it's different than what you think or it challenges a core belief that you have or it challenges something that you never thought of yourself. I'm just trying to have some thought-provoking conversation. Um, and so please forgive me as the conversationalist. Um, and, I, and I'm not going to back down not to hurt someone else's feelings because like I said, I don't believe in PC culture. I'm not the person who's going to coddle you and be like, oh, if I say this, you might feel some type of way about that. So maybe I shouldn't say it at all. No, I'm going to say it because I think it'll make everything better if other people hear what I have to say and what you have to say and that, you know, we can clash or not. We can eventually agree. But whatever the case may be, at least both sides will be heard, if that makes sense. So 
again, I feel like this is going to get lost on deaf ears. I feel like a lot of people are just going to be like, what the fuck? Um, but for those who do get what I'm saying, thank you. Uh, I hope that that's the reason why you stay because like, that's really what Insatiable is all about. You know what I'm saying? So um, have a good weekend, guys. Okay, sorry to those who already heard that and had to scroll through it, but now we are back to present day, aka Sunday, and I've got some answers from Rayvon about this stuff. Rayvon Heat here, Eagle View Royales, Raleigh, North Carolina. Have you ever seen a post where a young lady would start off by saying, I'm not trying to go outside of my character, and then boom, she go outside of her character? That reminds me of you when you say, I'm not trying to argue. I think it is very childish to argue with the man just because he's a man. Compliments, take them or leave them. The term woman of value, take it or leave it. <laughs> I personally could care less whether you do either or. In my opinion, you would not have taken 15 minutes to tell your listener why I said woman of value. You would have just asked me, why did I say woman of value? I guess that might be too logical from the looks of your past couple anti-man speeches you gave after I called you and said woman of value. <laughs> it looks like you choose to assume instead of just ask. So here's the thing, and this is what I've been trying to say since my very first response, which was not trying to antagonize you. Um, it's not about you. I wasn't responding to you saying that, so it really didn't matter what your intentions were. It was more that I took it as a talking point which is what I see the purpose of this station for. So um, I I think I've already explained that in the last few segments. And like I said, it's I expect sometimes that when I do take someone's words and like turn that into a topic of conversation, and when that topic of conversation isn't like completely in agreement with those words, I get that it's going to make people a little defensive. So I'll take the shots. I'll take the you know, oh, maybe you aren't a woman of value comments and oh, maybe you're a man hater or maybe you're not logical. All the stuff that you're throwing at me now, like I'll take it as the sort of consequence of, you know, deciding to make that a topic of conversation. But I still think it's worth talking about. Um, if you are like trying to hear what I'm saying right now, though, I hope at some point you'll step back and listen to this and realize like this was not about you and I'm not I'm really not trying to argue with you. I am trying to have a back and forth because why else would I be on anchor if not for conversation and what is conversation if not like back and forth between people. So as far as being anti-man, um, I think maybe you might be new to the station, but that's definitely not my stance on basically any topic at all. So um, in general, like I was saying, I talk about things because I think they're worth thinking about, talking about, rethinking over, and it's worth all of us, you know, constantly challenging the things that we assume and the things that we say. You know, a younger me, a more naive me might have taken a compliment from a man and been like, oh, he's complimenting me, so I'll just take it because who's, who am I to reject a compliment? But nowadays, I'm, I don't need the compliments, really. Like, I'll take them. I love compliments. I love it when somebody tells me something nice about myself. But if I see something within the compliment, then I'm like, you know what? Maybe we, we can, like, talk about this a little bit. I mean, we can rethink that because maybe there's another way um, for men to think about women or vice versa because and as you guys would have heard by now 
one of my segments was that women often also value men in the wrong way and they think men are only worth as much as they're making from their nine to five or whatever and they criticize men and judge men based on these superficial factors and then they talk about men who like aren't worth anything when those men could be great so i think it actually goes both ways to be honest i just don't think people should value people based on how much they agree with them like i don't think you know, you or the next guy is worth more because you agree with me more than someone else. You guys are just different, you know, and I guess that's really what I'm getting down to. So um, I think that we would all probably live better lives if we weren't just so fixated on having everybody just agree with us all the time. I can see that being an issue in any relationship. Women do have mileage. However, some men don't mind if their women have been ran through. Some do. If you a hoe, you just a hoe. Some, you know, people out here who love hoes, who love thoughts. There are plenty of double standards out here. I just learned to live with them and understand them and move on, you know. You are right. A woman has all the right to pass up a man because of his financial situation. And the man have all the right to call her a gold digger. And then turn around and give the world to the woman who asked for nothing. It happens all the time i just like when people get offended by a person and then make it seem like that person got offended no um you call it childish i call it being straightforward and direct you should try um i i think the difference here would be that i choose not to just accept double standards and status quo and then learn to live with them and move on I choose to try to make society a better place by talking about it and questioning why we do the things that we do and thinking about ways that we could be better. And I don't really know how much more direct I can be than that. I don't feel that any person is at a level where they could come into anyone's life, especially someone that they just met, and tell them how they should speak. Um, I feel like if anything, especially if you just meet someone, it should be more about, well, what is that person saying instead of how do they speak? You haven't long known a person that you just met long enough to tell them, well, you should say this like that. No, I should say what I want to say how I want to say it, and you should say what you want to say how you want to say it. And I'm not going to try to tell you how to say anything you want to say or want to say. And please do not try to tell me how to say anything. Okay? That makes sense? I totally agree on this point. I wasn't trying to tell you what to do with your life. I was sharing my opinion. You have a 100% right to take it or leave it. Um, I was talking about a commonly used phrase, which you happen to bring up. So you happen to be the person to whose message brought the topic up. And I'm sorry that that has you feeling some type of way. But I can't stress enough how that was not about you and I was not trying to piss you off. I wasn't trying to pick on your response, as I have said many times. I was simply just bringing it up so that we could all benefit from a little back and forth discussion. And people can always feel free to disagree with me, which is why this is sort of an open station and people can call in and I'm not just talking at people. Um, it's just not what I'm about. And for anyone that listens... As a sort of disclaimer or just an explanation, when I'm talking about stuff and sharing my opinions, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to live their life. 
do what you want. You know what I mean? I would hope that you come to the station because you're just interested in hearing perhaps a different point of view, whether it's from me or from the other callers who don't always agree with me. Um, and I love that. I love the fact that there is like diversity of thought here. I love the fact that we're all sharing perspectives from our own you know, life experiences and that those perspectives can be different. So I think that's a beautiful thing. Those are those people who don't really want to accept that they'd rather listen to a station that just parrots things that they already believe and they don't like to be challenged on those core beliefs. That's cool. Stay in your bubble. You know what I'm saying? Um, or feel free to come here and piss on mine. I won't be mad. I'm really not. I actually appreciate it because it just stimulates more conversation um, and generates more ideas. Next up, we have a call in from E for Energy from After Tech. Hey, good morning, Lori. This is E for Energy. I was happy to hear some of the segments or the questions of the day that you had earlier, and I'm going to make some posts about that. But I kind of missed the part where you were getting passive aggressive shade, and I think you you've appropriately addressed the situation as far as telling, you know, the person that you don't take you don't feel offended and you're just going to promote more conversation because you're a conversationalist so I appreciate your intelligence and I appreciate your ability to keep the conversation moving and not being afraid to address any inconsistencies that we see in the in the current um, in the current society so please keep it up and please keep doing what you're doing peace Thank you so much for that, because that's really the whole reason why I do the podcasting thing. I mean, I've got the YouTube channel, which is really more just me talking at people, because as much as I would love for people to like comment and stuff, it's not the same when you've made a whole video and someone's just like commenting back and giving you feedback on that. And maybe people see it, maybe people don't. What, the beauty of like audio is that we've got this like this like cycle of feedback and that I can play call-ins even when they're not in agreement with me and then we can go back and forth like I think that the reason why we listen to each other's stations is because that kind of stuff is interesting you know what I'm saying like I don't like to walk through life just assuming that my ideas are the only ones that matter and not wanting to hear anybody else's so I love the conversation too I'm glad somebody out there gets it and I'm always happy to get your call-ins thank you Next up is the one and only with a call-in about PC culture. Hey, Lori, I got plenty of call-ins for you. Hit on some great subjects yesterday. Feel kind of bad that I skipped out on listening yesterday. But <clears throat> I understand fully where you are coming from <clears throat> in the matter of people having common ideas and beliefs that are so common that they are unaware of the ill intent. And in some ways, the ignorance that is um, taking place within how we treat people. And I know for me, this is apparent in terms of race. I've talked about race on Anchor at length, and I have um, shockingly found out how some people feel about race, in a sense, where they unknowingly are kind of creating this, or not creating, but maintaining this stigma with race. And they think are, they are doing something noble. But that's what I have to say about the PC culture. Yeah, you know, people get... It's so funny because people who um, like talk about PC culture as in not wanting other people to correct what they're saying because it's not their intentions. It's funny because 
when I point stuff out, at least I can speak for myself, and I know you do this too, Dewan. <clears throat> you're not talking about literally the words. You're using the words as an indicator for what their intentions are behind their intentions. And it's like people don't realize, especially with racism, that people don't wake up in the morning like, I'm going to be a, the best racist that I've ever been today. Nobody does that. I mean, yeah, some some crazy lunatic white supremacists might. But in general, people don't wake up with evil intentions for others. Um, they're just trying to make it through their own day. And so there's a lot of things that we take for granted and a lot of things that we've just been socialized to believe that we don't even give a second thought to. So I actually love talking about those words and about what we really mean and teasing that out and trying to get to the bottom of it because if we just accept things the way they are things ain't ever gonna get better we wouldn't be here today with a much better despite all of our problems with a much better society now than we had 50 years ago if weren't for the fact that people spoke up and pointed shit out the people who tend to get most upset about this are people who want credit for their good intentions like Hey, I'm just trying to be a nice person. So that should be enough for you. Why do you have to pick on me? And I I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, who wants to be called out and made an example of when really all they were trying to do was do something nice for somebody? Like, you know, but I just think that we can think on a higher level than that. All right. We're not simple human beings. Just because I meant well doesn't mean that what I did was actually effective. And if it wasn't, you know, I think it takes a bigger person to be able to take feedback and be like, oh, maybe I haven't thought about it in that way. And then if I wanted, I could disagree. Um, but to be open to listening to that is important if we're going to make any progress as people, you know, as individuals or as like a group of people as in broader society. True PC culture, which I'm very against, is like the culture that says if you can't say something that's non-offensive, just don't speak. Like, don't ever say anything that's going to that's gonna get someone upset. I don't believe in that shit. Like, get me upset. Get other people upset. I think we should all say exactly what we think. And when I disagree with what you think, I'm going to say that shit too. Because how else are we going to get anything done if no one's ever saying what they really think? You know? Um, so, you know, when I criticize someone, you know, sometimes, first of all, it's usually not even criticism. It's just discussion. But if I am criticizing someone, it's not to tell them to shut up is to be like, why did you say that? Like, did you ever think about why you said that shit? And maybe would you consider not saying or not thinking that way? Not not saying it because I just don't think that people should think one thing and say the other. We got to stop thinking like lawyers sometimes. And when I say that, I mean wanting our words to be universally accepted, wanting to be liked and accepted by everyone, wanting people to understand our good intentions and nothing else, right? We're too careful sometimes. And that's that's the part of PC culture that I hate. Like people get upset about um, other people policing their words because they're so fixated on those people's approvals. Like, why do you care if a person criticizes what you say? If you if you are comfortable with who you are and someone challenges your beliefs, you might think about it and you'll weigh the the, the, the different sides of it and decide ultimately whether you agree with them or not. But it's not a personal attack on you. Like, no one really cares about your reputation except for yourself. So I think some of it is just like we got to let it go a little bit and open ourselves up to, you know, um, to that disagreement, I guess, like I was saying before. So anyway, thank you as always for your call and so on. 
And like I said, mentioned to somebody else, I'm actually saving the question of the day answers and the other call-ins for like Monday or during the week because that's when I think there's just more engagement on the station and I don't want it to get lost in the shuffle, so. Yo, I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, do the back and forth with me so we can get to a mutual understanding. And to be honest with you, that was, that was what I was referring to when I initially called in. You know, um, I try to use other words. Okay, I don't call every single woman, woman of value. However, it don't take me long to be able to find words to describe a woman. And like listening to your audio, it didn't take me long to realize that, oh, you value your words. That's the first thing I, oh, she, she value how she feels. She value her angle. You know, like that's just what I thought about. It's a woman of value. You know your value like that. I mean, I know you didn't ask me why did I say woman of value, but I just thought it would be nice for me to tell you instead of waiting for you to ask me because I felt like I was going to be waiting all day and we was going to drag this topic out further than it needed to be. I have topics for days. (laughs) 